to a party with me? No, the game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. Do you like sports like and don't care who knows? Then CITR Sports needs you. If you like sports, are into radio, or generally just want to have a great time, then come join us. Email our sports coordinator at sports101 at citr.ca to find out more. Or come by the station in the new sub. See you soon. Watch because I'm the man. Explore the arts this winter at League Square Community Arts Village. They're offering an exciting lineup of visual and performing arts programs this winter, including capoeira, Brazilian dance, and martial arts for 3 to 12-year-olds. Parent and taught jam sessions, the iGirl Empowerment and Art Workshop for ages 9 to 12, and adult classes in digital photo editing and photography, just to name a few. Registration is available online at experienceit.ca or call 604-927-7529 for a full listing of arts and culture programs in Port Coquitlam. For more information on Lee Square, please visit portcoquitlam.ca slash arts or call 604-927-8400. Welcome to this week's rendition of The Thunderbird Eye. I am your host, Tim Winter, and we will be recapping the sports that happened over last week around UBC and the ones coming up. We'll start off with football, where the UBC Thunderbirds lost a heartbreaking 35-33 decision against the Regina Rams. And now they're tied with Manitoba for the last spot in the Hardy Cup with six points on the season. They're behind the top seed Regina, Calgary, and Saskatchewan and on a two-game losing streak now. The other loss coming with a brutal 40-10 loss against these University of Saskatchewan Huskies on October 14th. It was a game of records as UBC quarterback Michael O'Connor set the school completions record with his 182nd of the season, breaking Billy Green's 2011 record of 171. And, of course, he will have a chance to add to that next week. And the Rams QB, Noah Pickton, one-upped Michael O'Connor, breaking the Canada West completions record with his 197th, the previous record holder being Mark Mueller for the Rams in 2010, and Saskatchewan's Drew Burko, who tied that last season. UBC led Regina for most of the game with uh, offensive yardage of 519-434. to Led them in passing yards, rushing yards, first downs, and nine extra minutes of possession through the game. And into the fourth quarter, UBC leading 18-4. to And a quick recap of the game. In the first, it was UBC who opened it with Greg Hutchins, a 33-yard field goal to put UBC up 3-0. And that was it for the first quarter. As in the second, Regina came out. Mitchell Pickton receiving a 13-yard pass from his brother Noah. And that put the Rams up by three. A couple minutes later, UBC answers. Greg Hutchins again with another field goal. This one for 21 yards to draw it 7-7. Regina, three minutes later, at Lee Simon. 28-yard pass from Noah Pickton to put the Rams up 14-7. And that ended the first half. Coming into the third quarter, UBC's Will Watson receiving an 11-yard pass from Michael O'Connor. Running 50 yards for 15-4 UBC. UBC then with a uh, four-yard safety 
And in the fourth quarter, UBC coming out 18 to 14 in, adva- in advantage over Regina. And Khalid Cornegay, 10 yard pass from Noah Picton, gave the Rams the lead. And they just built on that with another Atlee Simon touchdown, two yard run to put it 28 to 19. Following that, Tanner Friesen for UBC, 56 yard interception off a of Greg Hutchins kick. And that gave UBC, put UBC within two points of Regina. And Regina trying to bury UBC here. Mitchell picked and receiving a 70-yard pass from Brother Noah. And that gave the Rams a 35-26 lead. And UBC trying to draw it up close in the dying minutes of the game. Will Watson with a 9-yard pass from Michael O'Connor. And that was a touchdown. Unable to make the two-point conversion, UBC lost the game to the Regina Rams. And UBC's next action will be coming this week, Saturday at 5 o'clock at Thunderbird Stadium against the University of Calgary Dinos, where they will wrap up their regular season. And this is a crucial game for UBC as they lead Manitoba only on point differential with a plus 24 lead. Calgary currently tied for first place in Canada West with Regina. And Calgary leading the league in rushing yards, sacks, rushing, and passing defense. Best defense in the game today. And if Manitoba wins and UBC loses, UBC will not qualify for the playoffs after just having won the Vanier Cup last season. In women's ice hockey, it was back-to-back 2-0 and 3-2 wins over the Alberta Pandas last weekend. On Friday, the 2-0 win. It was the first meeting for the teams this season. Logan Boyd opened scoring for UBC 19 minute, 9 minutes into the first period with assists to Celine Tardif and Mayreed Bast. And Mattia Fisher got her first, se- first of the season five minutes later with assists to Hanit Parhart and Shali Tony. Amelia Bond finished the game with her second shutout of the season, making 24 saves. And UBC's power play a little woeful in this one. They went 0 for 6 despite a phenomenal penalty kill going 7 for 7. And on Saturday, it was a 3-2 double OT win, the first overtime game of the season for UBC. Mary Bass got her third of the season, six minutes into the first, on a power play goal off of a Morgan, Ken- Morgan Kelly penalty. Alberta answered back, though, with a power play goal seven minutes into the second by Autumn McDougall, and built on that with another goal by a- Abby Benning in the seventh minute of the second. Logan Boyd, though, with her third of the season, six minutes left in the third period with the beauty wrister. And then Boyd, she scored the second overtime winner for UBC off of the opening faceoff just seconds into the period. And Cassandra Vilgrain, the star of the game, made three assists, Nicole Saxvik with two. And Vilgrain and Saxvik now leading the league with matching three goals, seven assists score lines. And Logan Boyd finishing the weekend with three goals between both games. This is the first double overtime win for the Thunderbirds since playing the Pandas back in January 2016. And UBC moves up to second in the division with a record of 5-1 and one behind the still lossless Manitoba Bisons. And their next game comes this Friday at 7 and Saturday at 2 against Manitoba. And Manitoba's only let in four goals all season, currently the, the powerhouse to beat in Canada West. And goalies Rachel Dick and Amanda Schubert leading Canada West in save percentage in GAA. We will take a quick PSA break and be right back here on the Thunderbird Eye. like sports? Are you looking for a way to give back to your community? Right to Play is an international organization that empowers kids through sports. 
Here at UBC, our volunteers work to provide equal opportunity for sport to children in the Vancouver area. We raise money to support Right to Play's global initiatives because we believe that when children play, the world wins. Check us out on our Facebook page and get involved today so that kids can be kids. you had fun. Do you have any friends? Well, you can solve all of your problems with a little rec or a big rec. UBC Rec is the best way to get involved on campus and have new experiences. Continue your fun, active, and social lifestyle by joining a team or signing up for an event. More details at recreation.ubc.ca. Sustainability is important, but not always affordable. Luckily, Sprouts has not one, but two on-campus cafes that serve organic, earth-friendly, locally produced meals at prices that don't make you want to cry. Stop by Sprouts Cafe in the basement of the Old Sub or Seedlings Cafe on the top floor of the Graduate Building above Kerner's Pub. If you want more information about our cafes, initiatives, or are interested in volunteering, visit our website, ubcsprouts.ca, like our page on Facebook, or give us a sneaky follow on Instagram, at SproutsUBC. Welcome back to the Thunderbird Eye, uh, broadcasting always from unceded Musqueam territory on CITR 101.9 FM. And we'll continue on with men's hockey, who played two games over the past weekend, a 5-2 win, and a 9-4 loss against the Alberta Golden Bears. On Friday, the 5-2 victory, the University of Alberta came in ranked fourth in the country. And they came, UBC coming in with a record of zero wins and four losses, only one goal in those four losses and 13 goals against. Matt Hewitt coming off fresh after the Canucks call-up. Uh, he was the first UBC goalie to play for the Canucks in an emergency call-up since 2003. And he looked none the worse for wear, making 35 saves on 37 shots. Austin Vetterell, with UBC's second goal of the season, the first in the game, coming eight in the first with a wrist shot. And rookie defenseman Jarrett Smith built on that lead with his first career goal, a high slot top ched wrist shot, four minutes into the second. And the Bears coming out with heavy pressure in early in the third, and it paid off Jaden Hart scoring his first of the season three minutes into the game in that period. And Chase Clayton for UBC made the lead 3-1 with a shorthanded goal off of a bad penalty for Nick Bonacici. It was an excellent turnover by him, though, breakaway. And Anthony Bardero with a snipe from the top of the slot two minutes later made it 4-1 UBC. Jamie Crooks for Alberta answered back with a goal 14 minutes into the third period. But it was all for naught as Rosignol scored an empty net goal after the Alberta Golden Bears goalie Burke was pulled. And that loss was unfortunately, that victory was unfortunately uh, watered down by a crushing defeat against the University of Alberta Golden Bears on Saturday, where UBC blew a 3-1 lead going into the second period, and Alberta coming away with a 9-4 victory. And Chase Clayton opened the scoring in that one with a goal a minute into the first period. 
Tyson Bailey answering af shortly after that, less than a minute later. And Austin Vetterall, two minutes after that, with a goal. And it was Jarrett Smith's second assist of the game. UBC with another shorthanded goal, second one of the weekend. It was Chase Clayton once again. And that was 10 minutes into the first. And Tyson Bailey with his second of the game for the uh, power play goal. And that made it 3-2 for UBC. And from that point on, it was all Golden Bears. As in the second period, they managed three goals. A goal from Trevor Cox right in the first minute of the, the period, followed by Luke Philp and Stefan Legault to make it 5-3 Alberta. And not content to stop there, Jaden Hart with a power play goal a minute into the third, followed by Mitch Topping and Jamie Crooks to make it 8-3 Golden Bears. At this point, uh, Sven Budenshin was feeling merciful and finally pulled Matt Hewitt, putting in Derek Dunn, who didn't fare much better, letting in a second goal by Jamie Crooks. The dying minutes of the third, Anthony Bardero getting a fourth goal for UBC in the game. And a very, very rough loss for the program in that one. In fact, it's the most goals UBC has allowed in a game since playing the University of Calgary back in October of 2013, where they lost 9-5. to And UBC now falling to last in Canada West with a record of one win and five losses. And they have nowhere to go but up from here. This week playing tomorrow at 5 o'clock and Saturday at 5.30 against the University of Manitoba in Winnipeg. Manitoba tied for fourth with Calgary, coming off a two-game winning streak, and they beat the Cougars a combined 11 goals to four over last weekend. Austin Augert with three goals, and Brett Stoven getting two goals and three assists. Key players to watch coming into this weekend, and you can catch all that on CanadaWest.tv. In men's soccer, they finished the regular season with their last two games over the weekend. Friday is a 1-0 win over UBC Okanagan, and rookie Ryan Arthur scoring his first career goal to clinch the Pacific Division for UBC in this one. He sniped a shot from just outside the 18-yard box top corner and came on with only 12 minutes left to secure the win for UBC. Chad Bush wasn't too busy as always, facing only three shots, and UBC managing to fire off a whopping 15 shots to UBC Okanagan. UBCO clinches the last playoff spot in the Pacific despite the loss. And Saturday, 2-1 win over Thompson Rivers University. It was all, it didn't really matter as UBC had already clinched a playoff spot. And it was their last regular season home game and therefore seniors night. Uh, Captain Ryan Fong, it's his last game at home in the regular season as well. And Ryan Arthur coming on as the sub, scoring his second straight goal and second of his career. Uh, UBC resting numerous starters in this one, so he would have normally been the third stringer. And Lucas Reese scoring the second goal of the game on a strange bouncing header that goalie Harsaini misplayed, landing the second goal of the game. Former UBC player and TRU star Ryan Glanville managed to score TRU's only goal of the game 73 minutes in. And Chad Bush, once again, had a very quiet night facing only two shots. UBC ends the regular season top of the Pacific Division with a record of nine wins, one loss, and six draws. And their next action will come in the first playoff game, a quarterfinal game against the University of Lethbridge Pronghorns this Friday at 7. Lethbridge finished fourth in the Prairie Division this season with a record of six wins, correction, eight wins, six losses, and two ties. And an even goal differential, 24 goals for, 24 goals against. Thunderbirds lost 3-2 to them in their last meeting on September 25th. 
We'll take another quick PSA break and be right back here on the Thunderbird Eye. We're from the UBC Food Society. Yummy. And we're the only food club at UBC. We're about feeding students, but also teaching them how to feed themselves. Through our restaurant outings and cooking workshops, we hope to expose you guys to the diversity of cultures, flavors, and food communities Vancouver has to offer. So if you want to get involved, email us at foodsociety at gmail.com. Or check up on our website at www.ams.ubc.ca slash clubs slash food society. Or you can even join our Facebook, 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 Facebook. Facebook group. An enabled FM chip in your smartphone can make the difference in an emergency situation by allowing you to still hear critical updates. It will also let you listen to the local FM station using three times less battery and 20 times less data than streaming. Visit freeradioonmyphone.ca to see how you can get involved by contacting your carrier and signing our petition. Are you interested in human rights and social justice? Come check out Amnesty International UBC. We fight to stop human rights violations all over the world, including here in Canada. Our club hosts letter writing sessions, social events, documentary nights, bar fundraisers, and current events discussions on a bi-weekly basis. So keep your ears open and check out our Amnesty International UBC Facebook page for more information. We look forward to promoting human rights with you. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, wait, I'm gonna do it wrong. I'm about to spit yeah. in this mic like <laughs> freestyle elfin, you know? Okay, okay. <clears throat> wait, hold on. Does this make sense? <laughs> <laughs> no, but <who> cares. <laughs> All right, let's go. <clears throat> Finally, we. <laughs> You're not even gonna last. All right. Victoria's pretty good, not bad festival, fountain, just back from France, Montreal. <laughs> what the f***? It's the script. I couldn't even... What? Victoria's pretty good, not bad festival, fountain, just back from France. What are you even saying here? Oh, you're trying to say these are the things featured in this one. You should probably specify that, because even a elf couldn't understand that okay think you can do better than an elf at CITR we want to have a variety of voices on the air want to write scripts do some voice acting broadcast your creativity volunteer with the CITR production department no experience we can also train you in everything required send an email to PSAS at CITR.ca to learn more and don't wait to get your voice on the air <laughs> We're from the UBC Food Society. Yummy. And we're the only food club at UBC. We're about feeding students, but also teaching them how to feed themselves. Through our restaurant outings and cooking workshops, we hope to expose you guys to the diversity of cultures, flavors, and food communities Vancouver has to offer. So if you want to get involved, email us at foodsociety at gmail.com. Or check up on our website at www.ams.ubc.ca slash clubs 
slash food society or you can even join our Facebook, 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 Facebook group. And you're back here on the Thunderbird Eye. I am Tim Winter and moving on with women's soccer, the end of the regular season with two games over the past weekend. On Saturday in Manitoba, it was a 2-1 win. And UBC coming in with a two-game losing streak. A pivotal placement game for the Thunderbirds to try and get home field advantage for the playoffs. And UBC, they came out large, mustering 11 shots on goal versus Manitoba's four through the game. Jasmine Danda opened the scoring with her 10th of the season, which puts her tied for second in the league, 43 minutes into the game. And UBC dominating possession. Alana Shaw tying it for the Bisons off of a cross to make it 1-1. And Shayla Chorney got her fourth of the season in the 85th minute off of a bad defensive lapse by Manitoba to give UBC their fifth win of the season. And on Sunday in their season closer against the University of Winnipeg, it was a nil-nil draw. And it was their first meeting since 2013. UBC out shooting the Westman 14-3 and Winnipeg fighting for the final playoff spot in the Prairie, losing the game and missing it by two points. Goalkeeper Taylor Torkelson made 14 saves, finishing the season first in the conference with 115 saves, a testament to the weak University of Winnipeg defense. And rookie UBC goalie Emily Moore got her second win of the season UBC finishing the regular season with a record of six wins, three losses, and five ties. For good for fourth in the Pacific. And their next action will come this Saturday at 11 a.m. against the Alberta Pandas in Edmonton. The Pandas with almost identical differentials to UBC's. In the last meeting, the Pandas came away with a 3-2 victory. Sydney Danes is their star, key one to watch. She's tied for seventh in the league with seven goals. And in women's field hockey, it was a 5-0 and 3-0 win against the University of Calgary to cap off their season. They finished with a record of six wins, two ties, and no losses. They start the playoffs November 3rd, and the opponent and time of that match is to be decided. Stephanie Norlander was named the Thunderbird of the Week for her efforts in the double victory for UBC. In men's volleyball, the season starts this weekend. Their opener comes against the University of Saskatchewan Huskies in Saskatchewan. They closed off the preseason this weekend with a 3-2 win over UBC Okanagan and a 3-1 loss to Mount Royal. They didn't qualify for the playoffs last season, missing out by mere sets. And they're looking for a big improvement this year with their returning veterans. And in women's volleyball, the season opens this weekend as well, also against the University of Saskatchewan Huskies in Saskatchewan, Friday at 5 and Saturday at 5. They won the bronze medal at the West Coast Classic preseason tournament. And they made the national championship last year, winning one out of the three of their games. And they'll be looking for a big improvement coming into this one. And that's it for the Thunderbird Eye. Um, you are tuned in to CITR 101.9. And coming up is Simorg with your Persian cultural fix. Thank you for listening.
An enabled FM chip in your smartphone can make the difference in an emergency situation by allowing you to still hear critical updates. It will also let you listen to the local FM station using three times less battery and 20 times less data than streaming. Visit freeradioonmyphone.ca to see how you can get involved by contacting your carrier and signing our petition. is important, but not always affordable. Luckily, Sprouts has not one, but two on-campus cafes that serve organic, earth-friendly, locally produced meals at prices that don't make you want to cry. Stop by Sprouts Cafe in the basement of the Old Sub or Seedlings Cafe on the top floor of the Graduate Building above Kerner's Pub. If you want more information about our cafes, initiatives, or are interested in volunteering, visit our website, ubcsprouts.ca, like our page on Facebook, or give us a sneaky follow on Instagram, at SproutsUBC. UBC. 